0: This is Marathon Training Academy, episode four hundred and thirty-three.
1: Thanks to Ucan for sponsoring this episode. Ucan is offering the MTA community an exclusive chance to try Edge gels for free. All you pay is the cost of shipping. Head over to ucan.co/mta to get the Marathon Training Academy sample pack. That's ucan.co/mta.
0: Hey, thanks also to our friends at MetPro for another year of sponsoring the podcast. You can speak to a metabolic expert about your goals in the new year, whether it's losing weight, eating better, or fueling for performance, or all of the above. Get on a free call at metpro.co slash MTA. That's metpro.co slash MTA. Ah. Hello, and welcome to the Marathon Training Academy podcast, where we empower you to run a marathon and change your life. I'm Trevor.
1: And I'm Angie.
0: In this episode, we round up the biggest news stories from 2023, including world records, notable achievements, inspiring moments, Guinness records, and bizarre stories. And just a reminder that as an Academy member, you get all of our back podcast episodes going all the way back to episode one. Find out how to become a member when you visit marathontrainingacademy.com. All right, well, this is officially our last episode of 2023. It's been an awesome year uh, for a lot of our members and coaching clients and folks in our listening audience. It's been a great year for us. We're looking forward to lots of adventures in 2024 and bringing you guys along with us. But let's talk about 2023. A couple shout-outs we want to give to folks in our community, and then we're going to jump into some headlines Some of this you'll remember, and uh, some of this maybe uh, will be new to you as we uncover some stories and uh, talk about some awesome stuff that went down in the running world this year.
1: Here's a shout out we'd like to read from a member named Candice. She says, I finished the Atlantic City Marathon in New Jersey this fall. Overall, I completed seven marathons in the past 12 months in order to jumpstart my 50 state journey, and I'm grateful to wrap up this year with another safe, healthy finish. My body has taken on a lot this year, and I'm going to take a while off to recalibrate and plan for 2024. I couldn't have done any of this without my MTA coach, Lynn, who is so good to me. Looking forward to hearing about everyone's race recaps. Keep them coming.
0: That's awesome. Seven marathons in 12 months. She's been busy.
1: And this comes from Sandra. She says, hi, Angie and Trevor. Thank you for your inspiration and knowledge. Last year, I walked away from 30 years of corporate America and started my own company, which changed my life. Adding a marathon to this seemed the natural choice. First one, Mississippi Gulf Marathons is in the books and it went great. After working with MTA coach Cindy in the spring, I went on my own and completed a 20 week training plan. Running through the heat wave in Louisiana was tough, but it paid off. I learned a lot listening to your podcast, focused on fuel and nutrition and had a good race with no GI issues and finished in 435 right where I wanted to be. The LA Marathon is next. Did I mention that I'm also on a 1,000-day running streak thanks to one of your podcasts? So the goal continues to stay healthy, I'm no spring chicken anymore, and enjoy the journey. Thank you for what you do.
0: You bet. Glad you're enjoying that journey. Here's to another great year.
1: And this final one comes from Courtney. She says, thank you, MTA. I completed the Dallas Marathon on December 10th. It was my second marathon. I want to give a big thank you to Angie and Trevor. The information in the MTA podcast was so helpful. And listening while I trained really helped me improve so many aspects of my running. I finished 27 minutes faster than last year.
0: Awesome. Well, we always like to hear what people are up to. So thank you for all those nice emails and anyone who's written in uh, to the podcast and sent us a message either on Facebook or somewhere else or posted in one of our groups this year. You guys inspire us to keep going in our own running. And it's also fuel and motivation for us as we do the podcast. The podcast is a uh, officially became a teenager this year, 13 years. We've been running the show, and there is no way that we could have made it this long without such an engaged and appreciative audience. So it's you guys that make this possible, and so super thanks to all of you that listen, whether you're a new listener or a longtime listener. Huge thanks to all of our clients and members. Super grateful for all of our customers. You guys make it possible to do what we do. And finally, our awesome coaching team. We've got uh, 13 coaches on the team. Uh, Coach Nicole is our head coach. She's really helped our coaching program grow to the next level over the last couple of years that she's been as head coach. And finally all of our sponsors that have been with us through the years and new sponsors couldn't do it without you guys either. Let's jump into uh, 2023 year in review. Well on my way, well on my way, well on my way. Now that I'm on my way, well on my way, well on my way. All right, let's talk about what went down. There's, you can just count on something epic is going to happen. It seems like in the running world this year we saw um, some pretty significant world records. So Angela, start with that. The elite record set in the marathon or other distances.
1: Uh, well, this year Kelvin Kiptum of Kenya set a new men's marathon world record with a time of two hours and thirty-five seconds at the Chicago Marathon. And not to be outdone, Ethiopia's Tigis Assefa reset the women's marathon record in Berlin, taking more than two minutes from the previous personal best with an official time of two hours, 11 minutes, and 53 seconds. Cam Levins reset the Canadian half marathon record with a time of one hour and 18 seconds, chopping 42 seconds off the previous record. He also became the first Canadian to break 2.06 in the marathon, finishing in fifth place at the Tokyo Marathon with a time of 2.05.36. Solomon running athlete from Switzerland, Remy Bonet, completed the 21K uphill race up Pikes Peak. It has over 2,000 meters of elevation gain in two hours and 20 seconds. He broke the 30-year record, which was set by Matt Carpenter back in 1993. The record had become known as the impossible record to beat.
0: Yeah, Matt Carpenter also has the Leadville 100-miler record. And that still stands and has stood since, like, I don't know, the 90s when he set that record.
1: Yeah, who knows? Maybe that'll fall next year. (laughs) For a British record, Ailish McColgan clocked 30 minutes at the Sound Running 10 in California. She broke Paula Radcliffe's previous record set back in Munich in 2002. She also posted a win, personal best, and new British record of 1.05.42 at the Berlin Half Marathon. Three-time Olympic gold medalist Kinesia Bikaila, age 41, set a new master's world record of 2.04.19 during the Valencia Marathon. The Valencia Marathon also broke a record having 5,281 runners finish with a sub-three-hour time. Wow. So very fast marathon if people are looking for one that's purely for speed. Emily Sisson broke her own American record in the half marathon at the Houston half marathon with a time of 1.06.52, but that didn't stand for long. Kira D'Amato came back and broke Emily's record at the Gold Coast half marathon by running 1.06.39.
0: We've had both those ladies on the podcast. Emily Sisson we talked to Uh, This year, back in January, and both these ladies are sponsored by UCAN. We are huge fans of UCAN, and they've been one of our longest sponsors, so we want to give a huge thanks to them for their loyal support of the podcast and also just making an awesome product no matter how many races we do throughout the year and what distance we know that we can go to the starting line with a fueling strategy already in place because we've been using UCAN. We got it dialed in, and it just works. (laughs) That's what we (laughs) love it's gentle on the stomach and it gives you a nice slow release of energy.
1: Yeah, UCAN made with a patented ingredient called Live Steady. It's basically their revolutionary complex carbohydrate that delivers steady release energy over time, eliminating the spike and crash in glucose levels and the general jitters caused by sugar and other fast-acting carbs. So it helps you maintain a stable blood sugar, for better daily energy, workout endurance, hunger control, and metabolic health.
0: You can actually get a sample pack. It's called the Marathon Training Academy Sample Pack. I love that name. It's got four gels and all you do is pay shipping. Uh, So it's free, just pay shipping and you can give it a try. Marathon Training Academy Sample Pack. Go to UCAN.co slash MTA, UCAN.co slash MTA. Okay, so now we're going to talk about Guinness World Records. These are always interesting because people are thinking of creative new ways to uh, get in the Guinness Book.
1: A Brazilian runner named Hugo Farias, age 44, broke the Guinness World Record with 366 consecutive marathons. After quitting his job in tech sales a year ago, he completed a marathon distance run every day for an entire year. Jared LeBlanc set a Guinness World Record for running a half marathon on a treadmill. He finished with a time of one oh two fifty for the half marathon, breaking the previous record, which was set back in 2020.
0: Yeah, that's a 4.47 mile.
1: That's very speedy. (laughs) A Royal Marine set a new world record for running a marathon with a fridge on his back. Corporal Sam Hammond finished the London Marathon with a 58-pound or 26-kilogram fridge on his back in a time of 4 hours, 52 minutes, and 10 seconds. When Brian Goldsmith crossed the finish line of the Dallas Marathon, he set a new world record for the fastest marathon run in a football uniform with his time of 3.29.30.
0: At least if he falls, you know, he's protected.
1: (laughs) Last year, we talked about David Eliuk of Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and his previous T-shirt world record. Unfortunately, he didn't get official approval from the Guinness World Records. So he decided to add more T-shirts and try to accomplish the feat again, this time wearing 120 T-shirts. He crossed the finish line at the hypothermic half marathon in Edmonton in two hours 45 minutes, nine minutes slower than last year when he wore 90 shirts. Anyway, the biggest issue was mobility and blood flow. He said, I wonder why. Yeah, he said, early in the race, I was having circulation issues. It was very uncomfortable. My support team had to make some adjustments to solve the problem.
0: So 120 t shirts. That sounds like a lot of shirts, but I'm sure that some of you listening right now have a drawer. With almost that many running shirts, <laughs> <laughs> I probably got 30 in my drawer <laughs> from all the races over the years. And All right, good stuff.
1: Ultra runner and race director Candice Burt of Colorado ran a 50K every day for 200 days, making it a total of 6,400 miles. Amazing. The Tokyo Marathon set a Guinness World Record for the most runners to earn a six-star medal at a single marathon, 3,033 runners earned a six-star medal at the marathon back in March, according to a statement from the World Marathon Majors.
0: Yeah, so if you run all the World Majors, you get that six-star piece of bling, much-coveted six-star medal.
1: Yes, indeed.
0: Actually, this year, they announced that they're looking into adding the Sydney Marathon as the seventh World Marathon Major So people were kind of upset like, hey, I've already got six stars and you're making me do another one. This is getting expensive. (laughs) I hear you. It's not cheap.
1: This final Guinness World Record is not a running record, but it's very impressive. A 91-year-old spent five days hiking 24 miles across the Grand Canyon to set a world record. John Jepkama of Colorado made the 24-mile journey sound effortless in a news release back in March. He said, quote, you are as old as you think you are. It was something to do with my friends. I scheduled five days. Lots of time to enjoy the view and socialize.
0: Nice. Okay, now we're going to move to a segment called Gone Too Soon. We did have some losses, of course, this year in the running world. So what are the stories, Angie?
1: Well, first off, Spencer, the official dog of the Boston Marathon, died early this year after going through multiple bouts of cancer in recent years. For nine years, the 13-year-old pup was a staple on the marathon course near Mile 3, holding a Boston Strong flag. A runner was killed by a grizzly bear in Yellowstone National Park. 47-year-old Amy Adamson was found on a trail in West Yellowstone. She had left her career as a teacher in 2015 and began backpacking across the U.S. and wrote a book about her adventures titled Walking Out, One Teacher's Reflections on Walking Out of the Classroom to Walk America. Her mother said, quote, every morning she got up early and she'd walk, hike, or run. Running through the beauty of Yellowstone, she was almost in heaven. She died doing what she loved. Joseph Shabet of Kenya was renowned for his achievements in the 1999 New York and Boston Marathons. Shabet, age 52, passed away after being hospitalized for three days following a short illness. Quote, we have lost an icon, Athletics Kenya President Jackson Tui said, following Shabet's death. Quote, he was one of the legends who brought fame to our country. I want to send my condolences to the family, friends, colleagues, and athletics fraternity for their loss. After retiring from running, Chevette started farming in his hometown and mentored many younger members of his tribe. Fargo Marathon race director Mark Knutson, age 53, was struck and killed on his bike in a collision with a pickup truck. Mark helped put Fargo, North Dakota on the running world's map. His friend Mike said, the marathon is Mark. This is a huge loss for the community and the running community.
0: Yeah, I remember hearing that when it happened. And Angie, you ran the Fargo Marathon a few years back.
1: I did. It was, it's an awesome event. Rick Hoyt, age 61, a Boston Marathon icon and part of Team Hoyt, passed away this year due to complications with his respiratory system. Rick was born with cerebral palsy, which left him a quadriplegic. Despite his disability, Rick, alongside his devoted late father Dick, became a running icon, with Dick pushing Rick in his wheelchair. Together, they completed more than 1,000 races, including 32 Boston Marathons. Back in 2009, he said, quote, when my dad and I are out on a run, a special bond forms between us and it feels like there's nothing dad and I cannot do. Hmm. Mike Finelli, the owner of one of the largest track and field memorabilia collections in the United States, died after a battle with glioblastoma, an aggressive form of brain cancer. He was 67 years old. For over 50 years, Finelli collected running-related memorabilia, which he stored in the, quote, track and field garage at his home in Sonoma County, California. The expansive collection featured over 4,000 artifacts, including the meet program from the first indoor track meet held in the United States in 1868, as well as every issue of Track and Field News and Runner's World.
0: Wow, I hope that stuff goes into a museum somewhere.
1: I know. That's an amazing collection.
0: So now we want to talk about headlines from the ultra-running world Ultra runners are endlessly fascinating because of what they're able to do. So, Angie, uh, what do you got for us? Ultra running news.
1: Charlie Lawrence from Boulder, Colorado, broke the 50-mile world record with his finish in four hours, 48 minutes, 21 seconds at the Tunnel Hill in Vienna, Illinois. He broke the 2019 record set by Jim Walmsley.
0: But Jim Walmsley didn't have a bad year. We'll talk about him later down.
1: (laughs) Camille Herron of the U.S. set a new track, 12-hour, 100-mile American record and master's records, completing 93.473 miles in 12 hours. She also ran 100 miles in 12 hours, 52 minutes, 50 seconds. Later in the year, she broke the 48-hour world record, running 270.5 miles around a 400-meter track. (laughs) That sounds absolutely miserable.
0: (laughs) It seems like we talk about her every year.
1: Yeah, she just keeps going even into her master's years. She's really a prolific runner.
0: So we ran the Tulsa, Oklahoma Marathon and Half Marathon back in, I don't know, like 2014. And that year, the winner uh, was dressed in a Spider-Man outfit. And it was Camille. She uh, outright won the whole thing, dressed as Spider-Woman. So I thought, hey, well, let's recap this race and I'll find out who this lady is and we'll interview her so we got her on the podcast all we knew about her was that she ran a marathon the fastest marathon dressed as spider-man and then that was it
1: okay for 2024 we need to have her back on the show and recap the last 10 years which probably would take hours because she's she's gone on just
0: yeah just kill it and everything you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah now she's one of the top ultra runners in the world and that was her goal i remember her saying that like i want to be the best in the world she's done it some people can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just plodding out here on the streets of Carlisle. <laughs> now nah, it's all good. All right. So we're talking about ultra records. What what else you got, Angie?
1: Well, 41-year record was broken. Robbie Britton broke one of the longest-standing British records in ultra running when he ran 277.439 kilometers in 24 hours. He ran an average pace of 511 minutes per kilometer over the 24 hours. So for those of us who are in miles, that's 172.39 miles in 24 hours. Miho Nakata of Japan broke the International Association of Ultra Runners 24 hour world record with a new mark of 270.362 kilometers, which is nearly 168 miles.
0: All right, now we get to Jim Walmsley.
1: That's right. He won the 2023 UTMB Mount Blanc in 19 hours, 37 minutes, 43 seconds, which is a new course record. He is the first American man to take victory at this event in his fifth attempt at the race. Another legend, Courtney DeWalter ran the fastest Bandera 100K in women's history with a time of 8.59. Next, she won the Trans Gran Canaria 128 Kilometer Classic with a time of 14 hours, 40 minutes and finished seventh overall. She also won Western States in a course record time of 15 hours, 29 minutes, 34 seconds and Hard Rock 100 miler in 26 hours, 14 minutes and eight seconds. Then she finished off the year by winning UTMB one month later. <laughs> like one of those things would be like amazing for a whole career. <laughs> but this is just a year for Courtney.
0: Yeah, just a year wins the top 100 milers in the world. It's amazing.
1: <laughs> the first place finisher of the Badwater 135 this year was Ashley Paulson of the US with an official time of 21 hours, 44 minutes and 35 seconds, making it the second fastest finish of all time. And another cool thing, they had the youngest ever finisher at Badwater 18 year old Kaylee Frederick. Oh, that's cool. Jenny Hoffman, age 45, who is a Harvard physics professor and ultra runner, set a new women's fastest known time for a supported run from San Francisco to New York. She covered the 3,037 mile stretch in 47 days, 12 hours and 35 minutes to take more than a week off the previous record set back in 2017. Carol Sabe has traversed the California section of the Pacific Crest Trail in less than 30 days, a new record during his ongoing Fastest Known Time attempt. He continued on to take back the men's supported Fastest Known Time on the 2,650-mile Pacific Crest Trail in a time of 46 days, 12 hours, and 50 minutes. That's more than five days faster than the previous mark.
0: That previous mark, was that set by Timothy Olson?
1: I believe so, yes. And finally, German adventurer and extreme athlete Sabas Conan Traverse Peru by running an ultra marathon a day for 86 days. He left Lima in November, 2022, crossing everything from Peru's deserts to its snowy mountain tops. Coban ran for almost three months, averaging 37 miles a day and 3,212 miles later, he crossed the finish line in Lima. He said, quote, if you want something so bad, nothing can stop you. So no matter how much pain I had, Some days I had pain the whole day. My feet were bleeding, but it didn't stop me. Like I said, this is my dream. This is my passion. And for me, I had to do it. It was not just for fun. I had to do it. So nothing could stop me.
0: That's the mindset you need if you're going to run that far.
1: That's why we don't have any records. (laughs) (laughs) My feet are bleeding. I'd be like, let's (laughs) slow the train. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Live to run another day. That's right. You know, I'm not going to set a world record, (laughs) but I can set my own personal records. That's the cool thing about running. That's right. You strive for excellence in your own personal life, becoming a better version of yourself. And hey, speaking of that, thanks to MetPro for another great year of supporting the podcast. If you want to become a stronger version of yourself by getting your nutrition dialed in and your metabolism figured out, talk to the folks at MetPro. They are metabolic experts. We had an awesome uh, conversation with one of their coaches, Coach Amber. That was one of our most popular episodes from this year when we did a nutrition Q&A with Amber. So if you want a personalized strategy and plan based on your metabolic needs, reach out to him over there at metpro.co.
1: The consultation call is free. You can see if it would be a good fit for you. And if you do decide to work with a MetPro coach... They have a really cool mobile app to track your progress towards your goals. You have weekly strategy calls with your coach to address any problems or concerns. You can text, call, or chat with your coach to get questions answered. And you have access to a registered dietitian 24-7. So to learn more about MetPro and what they can do for you, go to metpro.co slash MTA. And you can save $500 off their concierge coaching. That's metpro.co slash MTA.
0: Well, now we want to talk about bizarre news, uh, for lack of a better word. These are interesting, sometimes bizarre stories that uh, came across The Wire in 2023. Some of these come from uh, Runner's World Magazine, uh, Canadian Running Magazine. Of course, is also another great resource. And I don't know, Angie found All them. All over the web. <laughs> maybe Angie's making some of them up. I don't know. <laughs>
1: If you're a runner in St. Louis, hitting the road may take on a different meeting. The St. Louis County Council approved a bill prohibiting pedestrians from entering the street if a sidewalk is present. And needless to say, runners weren't pleased, aren't pleased, because a lot of times the road is the better alternative than the sidewalk for running. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, who has held his current office since 2021, is an avid runner, And he injured himself while running near his home outside of Berlin. He fell and sustained injury to his face requiring a temporary eye patch. Apparently, he had to cancel regional election events, but was back to business the next day with an unforgettable look. A group of runners at the front of the Valencia 10K tripped and fell within the first 100 meters, resulting in many runners getting run over and trampled during the beginning of the race. Fortunately, there weren't any serious injuries, but I'm sure it was not a great way for all those people to start the race.
0: Scary, too.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, If
0: you're in the front, you got all these people behind you that are going to start pushing hard and don't know that, hey, there's a pile up ahead.
1: The Mexico City Marathon organizers disqualified 11,000 runners for cheating. Yes, you heard that right, 11,000. After trackers revealed participants had been cutting out sections of the course. Organizers of the marathon, which had 30,000 runners participating, launched an investigation after receiving multiple complaints that participants had been using vehicles, public transportation, and bikes to cut out sections of the course. Race tracking data subsequently revealed that the runners had not met the checkpoints placed every 5K, which ensures participants have completed the full 26.2 mile distance.
0: Okay, that's definitely got to be a record. 11,000 runners in one race (laughs) cutting the course.
1: Definitely a bad look. A 22-year-old runner and competitive swimmer lost her foot in a shark attack. Alexandra Truitt had just graduated from Yale and had completed a marathon in the Netherlands. She was celebrating her graduation on a trip to the Turks and Caicos. While snorkeling along Grace Bay Beach at a popular saltwater dive site, she was attacked by what is believed to be a Caribbean reef shark. The shark bit off the young woman's entire left foot still in her flipper.
0: Ooh, man. That makes me think twice about getting in the water, even at those resorts. I mean, if they're going to get you, uh, I don't know how you would avoid it.
1: I stay out of the water. <laughs> yeah, that our son Liam always says. Oh man, his one open ocean snorkeling experience yeah. turned into jellyfish stings. So
0: now we should tell that story real quick. All right, so <laughs> we go down to Florida to Biscayne National Park, and he was what maybe like ten at the time, scared about getting in the water, and we assured him that it's
1: perfectly safe. <laughs>
0: The chances are extremely slim that you get stung by a jellyfish out here. And even the guy, the, the tour guide assured him, you know, I've been working here 12 years and we've never had anybody get stung by a jellyfish. So sure enough, we're, like, we're splashing around, having a good time. Key Biscayne is essentially a reef. You go out in a boat out to it and you get out open water. You can't even see land. You're snorkeling. But there's this beautiful reef right below you. He starts freaking out.
1: Your hear blood curdling screams.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking the worst, right? So I start swimming toward him. And uh, he got stung by a jellyfish.
1: Both legs. Now he was like, "See, you guys were wrong." <laughs> he doesn't believe us when we say the chances are very low. He brings up the jellyfish incident.
0: Yeah, he is probably scarred. Probably scarred for life. Uh, so anyway, that's our heartwarming story about uh, Florida Keys.
1: Uh, here's another story out of Florida. A Florida man tries to run across the Atlantic Ocean in a hamster-inspired contraption again. <laughs> Marathoner Riza Baluchi, age 44, was intercepted by the U.S. Coast Guard for attempting to, quote, run to London in a hamster wheel style device. (laughs) Again, Bellucci was arrested in August, 70 miles off the coast of Tybee Island, Georgia, and is facing federal charges of obstructing, aborting, and violating a captain of the port order. According to the report, Bellucci was asked for his vessel registration, but told authorities he was unable to find it on board. For three days, he refused to leave the vessel, claiming he had a bomb. He also threatened suicide with knives he produced, according to the official documents. The Coast Guard reported that Bellucci was, quote, conducting a manifestly unsafe voyage. You think? (laughs) That's like (laughs) an understatement of the year. Eventually, Bellucci left the vessel and was arrested and hopefully got some mental health help.
0: Wow. Tried to run across the Atlantic Ocean in a floating hamster wheel inspired contraption.
1: Again. Again. (laughs) Again. Mo Farah, a four-time Olympic gold medal winner, was beaten in a 100-meter sprint at his children's London school during a parents' competition. Tania, his wife, said, quote, Mo took part in the parents' race at sports day and came second. And the guy that won was wearing jeans. <laughs> no third, Farah interjects. I had my spikes on. I was like, yeah, I'm ready for this. He said about his preparation for the ill-fated race. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is he still active or is he retired? sounds like his
1: wife was embarrassed. (laughs) He retired, yeah. (laughs) A paper company based in Guangdong, China, is now basing bonuses on the number of miles each employee runs per month. To earn an annual bonus worth 130% of their monthly salary, workers must rack up 62 miles per month, which comes out to roughly two miles per day. Now, that sounds like a a benefit I could get behind. (laughs) At the 17th annual Albany Marathon this year, some racers didn't get started in the correct direction. Runners turned right at the beginning of the race, and that wasn't supposed to happen. A police officer who was guiding racers accidentally took the race's old route. The detour added up to a mile for some runners, including LeBlanc, the man who ended up winning the marathon. The Tunnel Ultra is a 200-mile-long race through the darkness of an unused railway tunnel in Bath, England. Participants run out and back on the one-mile stretch of Underground Road until they hit 200 miles. No headphones, walking sticks, and no outside support are allowed. Runners must complete the distance in 55 hours. If they don't reach 100 miles in 27 hours, 30 minutes, they're timed out. Headlamps and visibility gear are required as the tunnel is open to pedestrians and cyclists. To qualify, runners must have a previous 100-mile race result. The BBC reported that one runner experienced temporary blindness from the challenge.
0: All right, folks, there you go. The Tunnel Ultra. Sign up.
1: (laughs) Completely dark 200-miler. A Japanese man named Takanobu Minoshima, age 47, ran a time of three hours and 28 minutes at the Osaka Marathon in traditional wooden sandals.
0: Yeah, I've seen those. Um, and they're really
1: built up. I mean, they look excruciating to run in, even walk in.
0: I wonder if anyone's ever run a marathon wearing those Dutch cloggers.
1: Oh, I think they have.
0: That sounds painful.
1: Yeah. A seven-day, six-stage marathon in the South Island in New Zealand was interrupted by severe weather, which resulted in several athletes needing to be rescued. Rains quickly became intense, causing the Arrow River to rise in the early morning, leaving runners stranded and unable to cross. Temperatures hovered around freezing, and athletes started experiencing hypothermia. 110 racers were evacuated. Seven race participants and one official were flown to Queenstown Lakes Hospital to be treated for hypothermia, according to reports. Fortunately, all were released doing well. The roads were blocked because of the Philadelphia half marathon last fall. So Dr. Adam Bodzin did what he had to do to get to the vehicle carrying a donor's liver. After the vehicle carrying the organ tried and failed to cut through the crowds and reach the hospital... Dr. Bodson, who was already scrubbed in and ready for transplant surgery, resorted to an impromptu half-mile dash to collect the liver himself. Once the box containing the liver was in hand, he managed to find a police escort that could take him back to the hospital where he performed the surgery on a 66-year-old man named Charles Rowe. (laughs) Using your powers of running for good. (laughs) Yep. A Kenyan marathoner loses a race after being attacked by a dog. Robert Kamutai Nageno was leading the Buenos Aires marathon at the 38k mark when a dog started chasing him, forcing him to veer off course. Unfortunately, he was not able to regain his momentum after the harrowing experience and did not win the race. Alexi Pappas and the world-famous DJ known as Diplo crossed the finish line of the LA Marathon together. The race was Diplo's first marathon. He finished in 3.55.16. Then he later reported that he ran the race on LSD.
0: I wonder if Alexi knew that. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like he must do it regularly or he would maybe be unable to have the coordination and stamina to run that long. I don't know. Just a guess. And finally, a Boston Marathon runner was caught on video pooping in a stranger's front lawn. A video posted to Twitter shows a runner apparently in dire need of both a bathroom break and a PR, not wasting any precious seconds finding privacy or a -a port-a-pot, instead opting to drop their shorts right onto someone's front lawn during the race to relieve themselves.
0: Yeah, it happens. Uh, Do you remember years ago there was this guy who was doing that on his daily run? He had a nickname.
1: Yeah. I remember one who was doing it regularly at like the local track. Oh, no. And finally, they had to install like security videos because they're like, you know, who is like leaving this dump here every day? Yeah. Anyway, we can understand once an emergency happens, but daily, that is a problem.
0: Yeah, that's that's a pattern right there, that isn't
1: that it? That is. <laughs>
0: All right. Now, this is always inspiring. We want to talk about masters, runners, and their achievements. Proving that age is just a number. Masters achievements.
1: That's right. Well, two-time Olympian Des Linden barely qualifies as a master. She turned age 40, and she holds the women's world record for the 50K, but she has a new title to her resume, American Masters record holder in the marathon with a time of 2.2735 at the Chicago Marathon, She broke Dina Castor's record set back in 2015. Mike Shevitt, a 48-year-old real estate agent from Florida, has completed over 730 consecutive half marathons. So basically every day for two years. Harvey Lewis, age 47, won Biggs Backyard Ultra running 450 miles in 108 hours. He was the last man standing. For 48 years, Robert, he goes by Raven Craft, ran the same eight miles every single day. Raven has organized his life around a running streak on Miami's South Beach, inspiring countless runners along the way. Now it's coming to a close. He says, quote, my body is forcing me to do this. I truly don't want to, but my streak will continue as the longest in the world on the sand. The shorter run, he's going to be running five miles a day instead of eight, will free up more than an hour a day. I hate to stop running eight, but running five miles might keep me alive. Jenny Hitchings, age 59, finished the London Marathon with a time of 2.45.27. According to USA Track and Field, her age-graded percentage is 102.8%, which is equivalent to a 2.10.10 marathon, which is faster than the current world record. So she's very speedy. Yolanda Holder is the 2023 USATF National Age Group 60 to 64 100-mile champion with a time of 28 hours, 21 minutes at the Jackpot Ultra. She has run more than 500 lifetime marathons and ultras altogether.
0: Nice lady, too. We've talked to her.
1: Yeah, that's right. She is. Ken Fansett, age 74, from England, finished his 100th race of at least 100 miles back in October. He is the 27th member of the 100 times 100 club. Ken ran his first 100 miler back in 1992. Jeannie Rice ran a 3.33.15 marathon in Boston, averaging 8.08 per mile a few days after her 75th birthday. And then she went on to officially set the Women's Masters world record in the marathon with a time of 3.34.32 at the Chicago Marathon. Gene Dykes, who is known as Ultra Geezer, age 75, breaks seven master's records at the 12-hour Dawn to Dusk to Dawn Track Ultra, which is a 12-hour race in Pennsylvania. He set master's records for the 25 kilometers, 30 kilometers, 50k, 20 miles, 50 miles, and 100k. And he also set the record for the longest distance run in the men's 75 to 79 category for 12 hours. He said, quote, it'll take a while before I forget the horror of an event like this and foolishly sign up for another. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a great sense of humor. He went on to set an American Masters marathon record at the Chicago Marathon with a time of three hours, 17 minutes and one second.
0: Also a super nice guy. I stayed at his house uh, the night before the uh, Philadelphia half marathon and we went to the expo together the day before and he's quite a celebrity. Uh, it was fun walking through the expo and having everybody want to shake his hand.
1: Wow. That's cool. May Dean Herb age 79 of Blackgum, Oklahoma has now completed her 1000th daily 5k just two months shy of her 80th birthday. She started it during the pandemic and says, quote, I thought maybe I'd do 10 days, and then I just kept going. I just kept marking them off my calendar. It's a lot easier than most people think once you start, especially if you hold yourself accountable.
0: What else is there to do in Black Gum, Oklahoma?
1: (laughs) Who knows?
0: (laughs) That's pretty awesome, though.
1: Also from Oklahoma, Dan Little, age 80, finished the Seven Continents Challenge, which consists of seven marathons in seven days on seven continents.
0: At age 80.
1: Yeah. That's wow. amazing. <laughs> Connie Brown, age 80, is a legend among the New York City running community. This year, she ran in her 44th consecutive New York City marathon, which is a record. A Florida man named Bob Sielski completed marathons in all 50 states at age 80. He says, quote, it's an addiction and I'm not going to give it up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a good addiction to I have. love
1: it. <laughs> David Blaylock, age 80, of Salt Lake City, Utah, is getting faster with age, improving his time by over two hours at the USATF 100-mile championships. A total of four 80-year-old men finished the 100-mile race in Nevada. Wow. David Blaylock started running marathons in his early 40s because he said he was looking for a new challenge after giving up motorcycle racing. Too many broken bones, he said. He then picked up ultra-marathons around age 50. Currently, Blaylock walks 12 miles a day, six days a week. This year, 81-year-old Sharon Kurson finished her 600th marathon with an unofficial time of 11 hours, 35 minutes at the LA Marathon. Two 90-year-old women completed the Missoula Half Marathon this year. Friends Myrtle Miller and Dolly Kelly say they owe their race success to a healthy diet, positive attitude, and dedication to walking daily. The pair who say they love hiking together decided to walk the half marathon last year to honor the memory of loved ones that recently passed away. This year, they did it again.
0: That's cool. I never would have guessed they would be 90 by their names Myrtle and Dolly.
1: (laughs) Just don't hear those names very often anymore, huh? They might come
0: back. You never know.
1: An athlete from Perth, Australia named David Carr is still breaking records at age 90. He can run 5K in less than 30 minutes. He fell into athletics as a child when he didn't make the school cricket team and says it gives him just as much joy now as it did when he was young.
0: Yeah. Can you keep playing cricket at 90? Maybe not, but you can can keep doing 5Ks, apparently.
1: Meet a 90-year-old man who still crushes 100 milers and his next goal is a 200 miler. Don Jans has been a runner since 1980 and a trail runner since the 90s. He said, quote, truth be told, you don't feel like you're 90. It's just a number. Wow. Even though you can't perform like you did 10, 15 years ago, I still feel the same way about
0: running. He's like 15 years ago when I was a young man. (laughs) (laughs) 75. Pretty much. That's amazing. 100 miles at 90.
1: The fastest... Known 90-plus-year-old man in marathon history is Antonio Reo from Rome, Italy. He broke the previous record by 30 minutes with a time of 6 hours, 14 minutes, 43 seconds at the Rome Marathon. A 93-year-old man named Charlie Bancarel finished the Paris Marathon in April, becoming the race's oldest finisher. He finished in 7 hours, 22 minutes, and 11 seconds. He started racing at age 55 and ran his first of 10 marathons at age 70. He is also an avid cyclist.
0: I like how we're just getting older and older. We're like, 90? <laughs> no way. And <laughs> you know. Angie's like, 93. Now we have one who's 94.
1: Jan Stacco is a 94-year-old retired Polish Army major who recently completed his 400th park run in Krakow, making him the oldest park runner in the world to boast such an achievement.
0: Okay, so... 94. Surely you, you can't keep going, Angie. There's not anyone older than that who's doing something.
1: I think I can do better. At 100 years old, New Yorker Ida Keeling has set a new world record for the 100-meter dash for runners over 80 years old with a time of 1 minute and 17 seconds. She also holds the record for fastest time in the 60-meter dash in the U.S. for her age. We've talked about her in the past. She took up running to cope with the deaths of her two sons, and she's continuing with the help of her track and field coach daughter.
0: It's just always fun to hear about these remarkable older runners. They just keep redefining what's possible and showing that age is just a number. Living a healthy lifestyle, of course, uh, contributes to longevity. That's why we love AG1. Little ad break here. AG1 is our top recommended all-in-one supplement. We've been taking it for years, and you can actually get a free 1-year supply of vitamin D and 5 travel packs with your first purchase if you haven't tried it yet. It's great for your gut health and has many other benefits.
1: That's right. Of course, we know that a lot of your immune strength comes from your gut health and AG1 really has a lot of ingredients that address your gut health, the cutting edge, daily foundational nutrition that is super simple to take and to take with you when you have the travel packs.
0: Yeah, to give it a try, see why we love it, go to drinkag1.com mta, drinkag1.com mta for that special offer. All right. And finally, in this episode, let's talk about some notable news stories that came across the wire.
1: At the Newcastle Marathon in New South Wales, Australia, one local dad pushed a gas-powered lawnmower for the entire marathon while raising money to help Australia's Youth Mental Health Foundation. The idea to do something special came to Daniel Robinson while he was mowing his lawn. Quote, I wanted to run a marathon while doing something that I haven't seen before. It took me a while to think it up, but I loved the idea of pushing myself and my lawnmower. He finished in a time of four hours, four minutes and 37 seconds.
0: Meanwhile, I think this year our youngest son cut the grass for the first time. and
1: (laughs) Complained every step of the way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He got used to it, though.
1: (laughs) Uh, moving on to some four legged runners, Inca and River, who are both collies, may be unlikely marathon runners, but the border collies have done that every morning for the past 72 days. The dogs have logged a marathon daily with their human, Aaron Robinson. The marathon endeavor started as a fundraiser for Hope for Justice, a charity that combats human trafficking and modern slavery, and his runs have earned more than 3,000 pounds for his organization. Despite some recent criticisms, Robinson said he hopes to continue his marathon run of marathons with his dogs as long as he can. He said, quote, there are some comments from people about it being cruel for dogs to run a marathon for some dogs, maybe, but for other dog breeds, especially working dogs, they're made for it. All dogs aren't the same, just as all humans aren't the same. And I know my dogs better than anyone.
0: I cannot speak to that. Not an expert on dogs and their running proclivities. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure a pug couldn't do it.
1: Or a chihuahua. Now, this is impressive. Taylor Swift trained for her era's tour by singing her entire set list while running on the treadmill every day for six months before the tour kicked off. Her set list contained more than 40 songs. She also followed a special strength and conditioning program along with extra dance lessons.
0: Yeah, Runner's World tried to figure out how many miles... A day that she was doing, of course, they don't know what her pace was, but they figured, you know, to get through forty songs, she probably went about sixteen miles during her workouts.
1: That's that's super impressive.
0: (laughs) We should have her on the podcast, Angie. I'm sure she would come on the show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sure, it'd be really easy to get her on. (sighs) Anthony Butler, age 35, earned his six star medal in London with his wife Jessie Ricks guiding him. He is thought to be the first visually impaired American runner to finish the six World Marathon Majors races. London Marathon's final finisher suffered a brain bleed and broken arm in a car accident just five months before the race. Tom Durnham, age 35, said giving up, quote, wasn't an option as he was determined to finish the race and raise as much money as possible for the Bone Cancer Research Trust. He finished in eight hours, 10 minutes and 58 seconds and told BBC News he's hoping to do it all again next year. Here's another inspiring story. Rachel Foster nearly died from a catastrophic brain injury after an electric scooter accident in November of 2022. She woke up a day before her scheduled removal from life support, surprising all doctors and loved ones. She also had 17 broken bones that needed to heal, which makes what she accomplished even more remarkable. The head chef and restaurant owner completed the Boston Marathon in 5 hours, 44 minutes, and 46 seconds this year. Here's another one. Nearly 18 months after Yana Stepanenko, age 11, lost both of her legs in a Russian missile attack in Ukraine, she ran 70 meters at the Live Half Marathon. She said, quote, I want to support children who have also lost their legs and cannot run. I want them to see what I'm doing and say to themselves, yes, I can do it, too. I can run, too. Yana and her mother, Natalia, who also lost a leg, were taken to California for prosthetics with help from the Right to Walk Foundation. They had both started walking again in July of 2022. A 74-year-old grandfather of 16 named Greg Spike was out for a run in February when he saw smoke ahead at the River Valley Inn near Eugene, Oregon. He could hear a woman crying for help. He told her to jump from the second floor and was able to catch her, and thankfully there were no injuries.
0: Wow. I've always wondered about that, like catching someone who jumps out of the second-story window.
1: Yeah, that sounds like you at least need a chiropractor afterward.
0: Yeah, and he's 74. Hero of the day, that guy. <laughs>
1: For sure. Two off-duty firefighters and EMTs, Lieutenant Sue Huidas and Chelsea Utsarath, provided life-saving assistance to a runner who had suffered cardiac arrest. The firefighters with the Madison Fire Department in Wisconsin took a different route than usual on their way home when they saw a man lying on the ground surrounded by other people. The pair conducted CPR for about four minutes. The man became responsive and was taken to the hospital and has been reported to be on the road to recovery. So very lucky that they changed their running route that day. A British man named Darren Edwards became the first hand cycle athlete to finish the World Marathon Challenge. He completed seven marathons in seven days on all seven continents.
0: So he was hand cycling in Antarctica.
1: Yeah, that's very impressive. Ashley Norton, an athlete with multiple sclerosis, a history of six heart surgeries, and a pacemaker, completed an Ironman triathlon. Ashley Norton started experiencing heart issues in her childhood and received her first pacemaker. After giving birth to her daughter, she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, and that led to multiple medical complications. Occasionally, she was unable to move and experienced unbearable heat in her body. Brain lesions caused cognitive issues and the pain was indescribable. In 2022, Ashley saw an ad for Iron Man on TV when she was in the hospital to get her pacemaker replaced. That inspired her to transform her pain into power. Mm. She started working out that summer and completed her first race, a half Ironman in Salem, Oregon. And she became the world's first woman with MS and a pacemaker to compete in the race. Her goal is to complete the 140.6 mile Ironman race in Kona, Hawaii.
0: Nice. That comes from Global Positive News. I never heard of that, but that's a pretty cool uh, name.
1: Yeah, it's a neat...
0: Nice to have positive news for change. site
1: to follow on social media. (laughs)
0: And finally, we want to make uh, just a couple notes about some of the world's biggest marathons.
1: That's right. The Boston Athletics Association announced accommodation enhancements pertaining to runners who are expecting or have recently welcomed a child into their families. Pregnancy and postpartum deferrals of entries will now be available for all BAA events. The Boston Athletic Association also received a record-setting 33,000 applications for the 2024 Boston Marathon. This was the highest number of qualifier applications ever received in their history, surpassing the previous record of 30,458 qualifier entries for the 2019 event. New York City was the world's largest marathon of 2023. Of the 51,933 people who started, 98.9% also finished it.
0: And congrats if you were among them, you that are listening. Yes, you. (laughs) That's right. So the 10 biggest marathons in the U.S. or just races in general. New York City Marathon. This is in order. New York City Marathon, Chicago. Peachtree Road Race in Georgia. Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend. The Boston Marathon. Rock and Roll Las Vegas. Boulder Boulder, which is a 10K. Disney Princess Half. New York City half, and then number 10, the Wine and Dine half, Marathon Weekend. Disney has three of the top 10 spots. Yeah. (laughs) This list made me curious about what are the biggest marathons in the world. It's hard to get a list, but to the best of what I was able to find, biggest marathons in the world, New York City, Paris, London, Chicago, Tokyo, Berlin, Boston, Osaka, Japan, Shiamen, China, and Mexico City.
1: Are they counting the 11,000 that were disqualified?
0: (laughs) (laughs) They were probably counting them, yes. And that brings us to the end of our news roundup. We'd love to help you in your next marathon, whether it's a big or small race. It's been an awesome year for folks in our community and we love to live vicariously through our members and our clients. Of course, we got around to uh, a lot of races ourselves and had a lot of fun this year and got big plans for next. But we also love to help you. It's all about empowering you, the listener, to unlock new levels in your training, accomplish those goals, get to where you want to be. So definitely reach out. we got a contact form on our website. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to talk to Coach Nicole, also our head coach, about your goals for next year, you can jump on a free call with her. And of course, we'd love to have you in the academy, train with us, get access to our plans, back podcast episodes for motivation. Find out how to join when you visit marathontrainingacademy.com. And until next time, remember you have what it takes to run a marathon and change your life. Well, on my way, well, on my way.